millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2734. All right, we are just a day away from the release of the Book of Boba Fett, and we're going to cover the last three little commercials and also talk about seven predictions for the show. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, three commercials have been released since last we talked about commercials being released. They come with the titles Authority, Throne, and Arrival. And yeah, we do get a little more footage of the fight scene in the middle of that town with all the red jumpsuited folks. And we get a little bit more of the speeder chase in town and a couple of characters a little closer up kind of stuff on characters involved in that chase who aren't Boba Fett or Fennec Shand. And there is a bit of a fight scene that looks like it's taking place in Jabba's palace. Now, I know that we maybe saw a little bit of that with Fennec Shand pulling the little knife out of the back of her rifle and tossing it, and it looks like that's happening in Jabba's palace, but there's a little more fight scene stuff in one of those new three commercials where it does look like some action is happening inside the palace. And we get a couple of new lines of dialogue, like Boba Fett talking about presumably Jabba's various captains or previous captains and whatnot, and expecting that they will work in their own self-interest. We get a line where, you know, it sounds like he is showing up at the, the mayor's office, that Athorian who we see in many of the commercials, and, you know, there's a line in one of the other ones. <laughs> I think this one is in Arrival where he's like, who, you know, comes unannounced into my lair or whatever, and Boba Fett also says, I'm here to talk business in another one of the commercials so seems like they might be connected and just as the quick refresher Robert Rodriguez who is an executive producer and showrunner and director of multiple episodes for the series has said that they're really only showing about half of the first episode of the season in terms of stuff we're seeing in these commercials and whatnot so we're really focused on a very narrow particular span of time in terms of the whole series and so yeah, there's a lot that we don't know, but there is a lot that we can predict. And based on the conversations that we've been having here on the show over the past month or so, looking at Boba Fett's history and looking at the crime syndicates in operation at this particular time in the Star Wars chronology, here is what we've got for predictions. I've got seven predictions for the show. Some of them are, you know, pretty obvious ones and some of them perhaps maybe not so obvious. First of all, I think we are going to see how he survived the Sarlacc. I mean, yeah, maybe that one seems pretty obvious, 
but they don't necessarily have to show us this, right? They can just start with you know, him being a wanderer in the desert, like they say he's been left for dead on the sands of Tatooine, but we don't necessarily know how he gets out of the Sarlacc and onto the sands of Tatooine themselves. So yeah, I think it is a situation where we're going to see how he actually gets out of that thing. Secondly, I think we're gonna learn why Mandalorians and Tusken Raiders are a thing, right? So the reason why I say this is because in chapter nine, the Marshal of the Mandalorian, so the first episode of season two, we learned that our titular Mandalorian, Din Djarin, spent a significant amount of time on Tatooine and has a kinship developed with Tusken Raiders. So it seems like Mandalorians and Tuscans have some sort of ongoing relationship, ongoing respect for each other. And therefore, it makes sense that the Mandalorian Boba Fett might have an in of sorts with the Tusken Raiders. But, you know, whether they actually know he's a Mandalorian or he's able to communicate with them as a Mandalorian, I guess, is where <laughs> we're going to have to figure out how this will actually end up happening in the show. But there's definitely a link between Mandalorians and Tuskens, and I think that's going to end up playing into Boba Fett's survival, and we're going to learn a little bit more about the history of that cultural relationship. Third prediction is that we're going to see not one, but multiple crime syndicates involved in this season. And we've talked about 10 different crime syndicates. There are a lot, and even more were mentioned just offhandedly in that War of the Bounty Hunter series as crime syndicates that showed up to the auction of the Carbonite Han Solo. But I'll say my top three picks for crime syndicates appearing in the show include the Huts because of course he's moved in on the Hut action. Also the Red Key Raiders because Red Key Raiders were associated with activity on Tatooine and they also had interactions with Cobb Vanth who we know from the Aftermath novels and then being promoted to live action in The Mandalorian. And I'm going to go with the Droid Gatra for my third choice because the Droid Gatra has been hired by other organizations to get involved with various underworld dealings and because from a special effects standpoint it would be pretty easy comparatively speaking to get the droid gotra involved and make for some crazy action Okay, moving on to a fourth prediction. I think we're going to see some known bounty hunters showing up in this story, including Bosk, because we've seen Trandoshans in the Mandalorian and in the trailers for the Book of Boba Fett. So certainly putting a Trandoshan on screen is something that Lucasfilm has already demonstrated they can do. So Bosk would be a logical choice. Also IG-88, again, a known character and a droid character. We've seen that they can do it with IG-11, so it would be easy enough. I think Baylor Valence is also a possibility to get promoted from comics. We've seen promotions happen of characters from, you know, less read things, for example, into the live action, and Valence seems like a logical possibility here as well. And this sort of rolls into a fifth prediction, which is that I feel like this could potentially turn into a second War of the Bounty Hunters, because I imagine that Boba Fett, who in one of these commercials says, I'm not a bounty hunter, I'm the crime lord now, is probably going to have to hire his own muscle beyond Fennec Shand to be able to deal with whatever is being thrown at him, right? It's not just going to be, you know, Jabba's former captains and their people and whatnot. He's going to need his own crew. And so maybe it's the reunion of Crate's Claw, which would mean that Bosk would be working for him and not against him again. And yes, I suppose that means we could see Dengar again, which... 
I'm sorry. I'm not going to be happy about that. I'm just warning you ahead of time. <laughs> but where I'm going with the whole thing is that he's going to have his crew of bounty hunters and other criminal organizations may be hiring bounty hunters as well. And so we're going to have a lot of bounty hunter conflict as part of this series. For a sixth prediction, I think that the Book of Boba Fett, if it goes off well, is going to be the first series in a new set of interconnected series, and it may end up connecting to the Mandalorian series as well. I mean, it's happening within the same timeline, but when at the Disney Investor Day back in December of 2020, when they announced the you know, Mandalorian going on and the Ahsoka series and the Rangers of the New Republic series, they talked about that as culminating in a you know, big climactic story event. But the Book of Boba Fett, of course, was not mentioned as part of the reveals. It was held until the season finale of Mandalorian season two, of course. The point is, is that we also have the announcement of a Lando series. We don't necessarily know when in the timeline this is going to be taking place, but it is definitely down the road. And the way that things have developed with The Mandalorian is that they got two seasons of The Mandalorian under their belt and a third season is going to debut before we even get the Ahsoka series. We don't necessarily know where Rangers was, but they hadn't even necessarily worked on scripts yet before the whole Gina Carano thing went down earlier this year. So it stands to reason that they might get in a couple of seasons of the Book of Boba Fett prior to then building into other series that would supplement it as well or play along in that same universe, like, for example, a Lando series. So the timeline seems to work. And when you consider the fact that the Mandalorian is sort of its own kind of, you know, Western-infused situation, whereas the Book of Boba Fett is its own mafia-infused situation. They do seem like they are branching paths, basically. So it may be that a climactic story event weaves both the Underworld mafia series and the Western-infused series together into one thing, but I feel like this is going to kind of branch off into two interconnected sets of stories. And my last prediction has to do with how I think the series is going to end. So there has to be some sort of big surprise at the end of season one. And I think that's going to be Amelia Clark showing up as Kira leading Crimson Dawn. I think we're going to find out that Crimson Dawn is involved in behind the scenes of a lot of the action that happens and a lot of the trials and tribulations that are directed at Boba Fett over the course of the season. Now, if you'll recall, back in 2020, there were rumors kicking around that there was going to be a Maul live-action series and that Amelia Clark had been signed to participate in such a thing. Of course, we haven't heard anything about that since. And in April of 2021, I think it was, it was, uh, yeah, somewhere around there. So spring, summer of 2021, Amelia Clark appeared on the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast, which tends to have some good stuff when it happens. And she'd been asked specifically about that. And she said, nope, she's heard nothing about that. And so, yes, that could certainly be, you know, a, a refusal to like commit to anything, but it was pretty narrowly phrased basically. So she could easily have said, no, I've heard nothing about a mall series whatsoever. And that would be perfectly legitimate, even if she was also signed to appear in something else like the book of Boba Fett. 
And the other thing that occurred to me related to this was how Ming-Na Wen talked about signing a contract for appearing in a Lucasfilm show, and she thought that she was going to be appearing in Mandalorian Season 3, that what she was signing was for that, not because there was anything in the contract, just that when they sign these contracts, there's not necessarily a lot of information in them, apparently, and so she knew she was signing on for a series, but she didn't necessarily know which series she was signing on for, and it turned out that she was signing on for a Book of Boba Fett series. So it would be entirely possible if rumors were kicking around about Amelia Clark signing for a series that it wouldn't even necessarily have been named in the contract. And so people who are, you know, putting out rumors and leaks and spoilers to various sources might have heard, you know, about a mall series and then heard about Amelia Clark signing on something and connected the two of them and said, oh, it must be for this when. In fact, it might be something like a surprise appearance in the Book of Boba Fett. So there you go. That's what I've got for my predictions for Season 1 of the Book of Boba Fett. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. By seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited. Other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.